0: wakey, aren't, aren't we okay hi everyone welcome welcome to Wakey aren't we the final episode of a really good season i think uh for 2022-23 um this is a really special um show. In fact, it's three shows that are all kind of linked together. So we've got a very special guest um to help us kind of like review the um the seasons highs and the season's lows. More highs than lows, I think. Um with a bit of uh, with a bit, bit of distance on it now. But um as always I'm I'm joined with Cy. How are you doing, Ty?
1: I'm very good, Rich. How are you?
0: I'm I'm good. The uh, working year hasn't finished for me yet, but the football season's definitely uh, definitely over. And I'm kind of missing watching Wakefield. I don't know about you.
1: Yeah, definitely missing the football fix on the Saturdays and seeing the lads and uh, cheering them on with, uh, with friends and what have you. So yeah, missing some uh, missing some people for sure.
0: Yeah. I know it's strange this summer, but anyway, look, that's not what we're here to talk about today. Um, we've got a super special guest on. We've got... Uh, all the way from uh, all the way from New York, I believe. We've got Guy Decker here with us to go through everything. Hi, Guy.
2: Hey, hi Rich. Hi, Sai. Uh, thanks for the invite. Uh thanks for the coverage during this season. It's a pleasure. Pleasure to be here.
0: Oh, it's a pleasure for us to do it, Guy. Like, but uh thank you so much for coming on. It's really amazing. I know the fans always really appreciate um when you come on and also like when any anyone from the club uh, come on. We were talking just before the um, the show about how we're going to try and find ways to kind of develop this relationship moving forwards, right? And uh, it's just super nice to kind of like the the, the openness with which the club has inv- embraced this podcast. So uh, I hear more of that in the uh, in the seasons that come.
2: No, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. We're highly supportive of the, the work you, you've been doing. It's great. Uh, both the podcast and fan group, I think it uh, definitely enhances – uh the coverage uh even for us it makes it more fun for us and definitely uh, uh, uh it's very engaging for the fans so, so we're happy to be here
0: cool so look um for this special kind of end of season wrap up we thought we'd take a kind of uh past present and future kind of uh, approach maybe it's not quite as simple as that but we're going to start with the kind of segment um in this episode where we're going to look over the 2020 2020- three season in the next episode we're going to look at um what's going on right at the moment with kind of new developments new badges kits and so forth and then um in the final section we're going to look forward to things that the club's doing to develop the team in terms of like youth the women's team growing the fan base and so forth but first things first uh i had great fun this season I know Sai just went to about every match. I can't claim to have done that, but it was absolutely awesome. I think we outperformed expectations. And I'd just like to say again, like I think the the, the players did amazing for their first season in this league. But um, what what do you make of it, Guy? Well,
2: I think it was a successful season. Uh, no doubt about it. I think when the beginning of the season, when Gabe and I were doing the plan for the season, we decided to keep most of the squad. Uh... And unfortunately, we had then, right in the beginning of the season, a lot of injuries. Mm. So we lost Jimmy before the season. We lost Brad 15 minutes into the season. Then right after we lost Billy, then Jake was out for most of the season. And then you're in that situation where you have to bring players uh, uh, after the season started, and it's not ideal. Uh, so if you ask me, like we, we in, in early... September, and I'll be very happy with a top-half finish. Uh, so I think it was really, really good. I think we we we, we played very good football at times. I think we were a little bit inconsistent. Um, I think our home form was not great. Uh, I think that was probably something that needs to improve if we want to lead, win the league and be promoted. I think we have games against Walshborough, Beverly, Horbury, uh, like really at home, that we, we we could have done more, uh, but we can complain. It was a really good season. I think we we're able to turn it around uh, mid-season. Uh, some players came back from injury. We had some really good additions during the season that became first team players, like Louis, Kieran, and and Jaden. I think we finished the season with a strong squad with a good base of old and new players. Uh, and I think on the semifinal. I think we had a squad uh, to 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 beat Rosington. Uh, don't want to take anything away from them. They deserve that that promotion. In the end of the day, they finished the league fourteen points ahead of us. So you can really complain that they they got promoted. They deserve. It. They deserve the promotion. But it's the top again if you had a little more intensity and uh, we we could have won that game. It didn't help, there were again injuries. We lost Kalen on Thursday and then we lost Henry with ten yeah. minutes into the game and we lost how many how many how likely it is for you to lose two goalkeepers in 48 hours. And Harry came in, Harry's a goalkeeper coach. Uh, he did a great job, We definitely didn't lose because of him. But is it one of these things that football it's there's a little bit of luck involved. I don't think we were very lucky with injuries, but I, I think it was a positive season. Um uh, I think it was compared to our expectation in the beginning of the season. Uh we made the playoffs, were competitive in the game against Rosenton. We could have won that game, like we we, we had chances. So, yeah, it's all we can ask for. It was fun. It was definitely fun. It was a little <laughs> more volatile than I would like uh, with all the injuries and players coming in, players going out, uh, a lot of inconsistency in our form. I would like that season to be a little more stable, a little less volatility. But, but yeah, it was a good season. It was definitely uh, a, a ton of fun to, to follow. And also we learned, right? Uh, step six is different than step seven. Uh, we may, We make sometimes some mistakes as a team that wouldn't get punished on step seven, that will get punished by teams like Stavely, by by Campion, by Harrogate. Like can it just, you know, like can, and it's a game of margins in the other day. If you make less mistakes in your opponent, then you probably have a good chance of winning. And I think we're 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 learning the league. The players, the the management and the coaching staff. So I feel really good about next season. But again, it was a was a good season. We can't complain. I think Making the playoffs in your first year of the league, uh, uh, I think it's a it's a success in in my book. Although you always want more, of course, but but it was a success in my opinion. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I totally concur. Like that, that final could have gone easily our way um, mm-hmm. with a couple of uh, chances. Um, you know that that could have been put away. You know, I remember um, Billy missing one that he wouldn't have scored on another day, and Jake hitting the bar that would have gone mm-hmm. in another day that's the game then you know so Definitely. like you say fine margins but a lot to be proud of I think uh on the field um what about off the field I mean we we talked last year in the close season about like how maybe uh you, you had a plan to make the club sustainable off the pitch and that was like one of your number one ambitions so how, how's that going
2: well, I think off the pitch was definitely a success. I think when I, I, I think for us, the year seems a lot more stressful. It, it feels a lot more stressful than for the fans because we had to deal with all the turbulence off the field uh like 100 likes to joke with me that wakefield really moves in dog years so one year feels like 10 uh (laughs) but 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 it was successful in a sense that we're able to first thing is to to grow the fan base right we have more people following on twitter on the fan group our average attendance went up um Uh, we were able to negotiate. It was really important for the club, a good deal, a good stadium deal. Uh, The deal we have right now is not only, I think, not to mention that it's in the center of Wakefield, that that was important for us, but it's also uh, a rent that makes much more sense to what we were paying before compared to what we were paying before. Um, Also... Uh, uh, more commercial opportunities. So definitely a lot of progress off the field. And talking a little bit about self-sustainability, we did a ton of work off the field to take care of, like when we took over the club, the club was for all intents and purposes bankrupt, right? It would disappear. Uh, We had like, oh, more than 130,000 pounds to the community and had zero uh, pounds in the account, right? That's that's the situation that we faced when we came in. Uh, we we're able to renegotiate and repay a lot of this debt. So all the debt to the community was paid um, to council, to Barnsley council. The money, oh, the club owe money to a lot of people. So we took care of all of that. And if you took at overall look at overall numbers, even though we're spending more in players, we reduce expenses in forty percent. Uh, and the uh, revenue is up almost 400% compared to when we took over. It's still far from um, self-sustainable, but that's the reality a little bit of football at this level. You don't get that much commercial revenue. There's no TV revenue. Uh, we're still averaging around 300 uh, uh, people uh, uh, per game, right? So that's, that's not enough for self-sustainability. The break-even, I think, would be around 1,200. If you want to have any chance of be self-sustainable, twelve, 1,200 to fifteen hundred, but it's much, much better than when we took over, and it's stable now, right? Because we, we 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 reorganize things in a way that we know where the gaps are, so it's let's say quote unquote easier uh, to manage, which it I think gives the assurance that the club is going to be here, right? That was definitely not the case 60 months ago. And I think the club is in a pretty good position to start now building and moving forward. I think off the field, there was a lot of taking care of financial things and agreements and problems off the field that it's not worth going over in this podcast, but because it's gone, it's in the past, but... It is, we're in a much better situation, even though far from sustainability, I think we're in a much better position than we were before. And that gives me also uh, a little bit of comfort uh, to plan because there's less instability. The less instability you have, the more like you can do to build things because we, we have uh, we know where the gaps are we know the things that then we need to do so we're excited we're definitely excited about next season like i, can, I really can't wait uh, in a way was really good that the season last season ended and we put some things to rest and we finalized some things uh we're really excited about next season because it's for us off the pitch will be significantly easier uh than the 2022 2023 season
1: I think one of the things that I, I, I pick up on, and I don't think you always get enough credit for this, because a lot of the fans will tend to focus on what's going on the pitch, but the amount of work I know that you guys have done, and I don't know all the details, but I know how much effort you've put into turning the club around from when you took over. And, and I've said before, if it, if it wasn't for you coming in, we wouldn't have a Wakefield AFC right now, and I, and I don't think people understand that sometimes in you know, the position that we were getting into. Mm-hmm. you know how how bad it was when you took over and and how how we've turned a full one eighty um mm-hmm. from where we were going
2: sure no I think that's that's uh, uh on top of the financial aspect, i think there's the image of the club and the community right i think uh when we interact with other junior clubs or with the council in the beginning, we had a lot of uh um uh, uh, trouble like we had a tough time because it's uh the image of the club was not necessarily good, and the club, before we came in, failed an academy. There are a lot of upset parents. Then Barnsley Council was looking for money, and, um, and a, a Wakefield Council was looking for money. So, of course, that was a difficult situation to come in, and not only the finances. I think we showed that when we repay a lot of the debt and renegotiate and and we start building positive things around the community and treat people try to treat people with with respect and and try to build things correctly uh, i think we people see us differently now as a club uh, we have a deep we have a good relationship with wakefield council um with the junior clubs we talked with a lot of them about how we can help them should we start our own junior team section we can talk about that later should we do it with someone else so i think people realize that things are different i think the biggest example of that is trinity Uh, the first time i met them was summer of 2021 i asked why can we play here and they're absolutely not and then when we took over and then we changed things and and we developed the relationship with john and michael uh, not only they're fine about us being there they're excited about us being there because they see the potential of football in Wakefield, and that can be good for Trinity, too, because in the end of the day, they're selling beer, they're selling food in our game. So they make money with that. They get rent. Uh, we make some money with that. So it's good for everyone if we grow. And and that only happened because I think the image of the club, and that's not only us, it's also the staff, like the volunteers and the staff have been amazing at turning that around. Like I cannot give enough credit, like Jordan on the women's side, Gabe on the men's side, Emma has been absolutely fantastic, and even people around the club, like you guys, like Rob, that now is more part of the club and more on the inside than the outside. Without all of you, I think you all help building this new image that, hey, we're serious, we're starting, we're still going to make mistakes, but hey, this is legit, we want to do this, we want to grow this, and we think that there is a potential here, and, and, and we really do.
0: Yeah, I was going to say like, you know, 50 episodes of All Wakey Artway has got to help somewhere along the lines in building a fan base and building a reputation and kind of just coming out like a serious professional outfit. I don't think there's any other, not to my knowledge, Step 6 clubs have got podcasts. So, you know, it's also part of the package, isn't it? And now part of the, um, what's the word, like the community effort, I think, that fans mm-hmm. and the club are kind of working in the same direction.
1: Mm-hmm. And I don't think that would work on a small. This is the beauty of having this a unique situation where we've got a first-time club in a city, or not first-time. Mm-hmm. So it's been tried before, but in this iteration, it's the first time. Every other town or city has other teams that have been there before. So no other team like at Step Six because they're all like small villages and towns and that sort of thing. So they're not big enough to probably have the growth potential that we've got. To have mm-hmm. things like the fan base and everything, I know, I know we're going to do sort of uh, mm-hmm. to fan base sort of lately on on the third one, but you can have a podcast if you've only got a village with two hundred people, kind of thing. <laughs> as as a rough sort of idea, do you know what I mean? I think we've got a lot more scope to do that sort of stuff. Yeah,
2: no, absolutely. The potential, I think, if the the both the fan group and the and the and the podcast are great because it's. Uh, it's one thing fits the other right like it fits the fan base and then the fan base grows and it's only possible because it's a big city and there's a fan base that is relevant so it's like a, it's a it's a it's a it's a good dynamic and we want to tap into that like i'm a very good friend with someone that owns a, a, a national league team around london and it's a small team compared to the other national league teams and um and um and you lose a ton of money because it doesn't have enough fans and stuff to compete. Because if you're in a small city and you have a tough time uh, filling out a stadium and then or generating commercial revenues, uh, football only keeps getting more expensive. Because before we had like uh, oil states, mine clubs, and now we have Hollywood celebrities. So and that inflates uh, the, the 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 salaries up there, but it cascades down, right? Like so, the salaries now in the national league are a different level than they were five years ago because now there's a lot of investors in the National League. What happens in the National League North gets more expensive than the National League North and so on and so forth. So it's very important uh, to be in a city that it's, uh, that, it's, um, that it's big enough. I know that this story has been, you know, talked to that, like everyone talks about it, but uh, it, it is there is is legit i think that the given that we have really 18 months of exist, 24 months right like we play two seasons i think the amount of fans we have and coverage that you you guys provide in podcast and a and a fan group i think it's a it's a testament to the to the potential of the of the project of the of the club
0: oh well there we go it's an honor, it's an honor to be part of the journey Guy. um Let's let's leave it there for this first uh first section. But you've you've heard it there, the club's stable. The uh the ship is stabilized, it's sustainable. We had a good season, marred by injuries, straight from the chairman there, right? So uh join us next time though when we're gonna be going on about the plans uh has got for the uh for the future. Uh catch you in a bit.